Welcome. We trust you will be encouraged by this message from Mahesh Chavda by Chavda Ministries International. Real love, real people, real power. Tonight as we get to watch and pray that we do declare you are the miracle worker. You are the way maker. And in this hour, thank you for your presence. Thank you for the miracle working power. And we call on that for breakthrough, for anointing, for miracles, for multiple thousands of families around the world that need that breakthrough and that miracle. And we are stand as intercessors and watchmen to pray for our friends, for our neighbors, for our families, for those we have not yet met. But we call on the name of the Lord to release your miracle working power that you do give us breakthrough tonight. We do call on your name, Lord. The name of Jehovah Jireh, our provider. The name of Jehovah Rapha, our healer. The name of Jehovah Sabaoth, the captain of the armies of the living God. The name of Jehovah Nissi, the Lord, our banner of victory. That you do give us the breakthrough and the victory and the miracle. That when the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord lifts up a standard against him. Jehovah Nissi the Lord, the banner of victory. Today, that banner flies over his church, over his believing army, over us tonight, Lord, for each one watching with us, those here present and those on the World Wide Web. We agree with them for breakthroughs and miracles. Your assistance and your help, Lord, angelic presence, helping our children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren. Lord, that you do give the miracles. You do give the breakthroughs and our eyes are on you. Thank you, Lord, that you are the health maker. You are Rapha, Jehovah Rapha, the healer. And thank you for the dome of protection over each and every believer, over everyone who cries on the name of the Lord that we do plead the blood of Jesus over ourselves. And as the Word of God says, that did overcome and we overcome tonight by the blood of the Lamb, by the Word of our testimony. Thank you for the awesome, mighty blood of Jesus that was shed at Calvary, that speaks of mercy, that speaks of restoration. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. And I want to recognize, give thanks to our worship team, Michael Nykam and Armin Decker, Dennis Denton, Robbie Dowdy, and Grace Lindup. Will you give them a big clap? Guys, thank you. Thank you. They are way gathered here, way before you, many of you show up, practicing, sharing. So we appreciate what they represent. I was taking note today of, uh, well, this week, of a lecture that 
uh, was given by Dr. Dennis Prager that um, he was from way, way back. I mean, even today in L.A., Los Angeles, I know of personally of believers, many of the believers who turn up for his uh, synagogue lectures that he gives often, when, unless he's traveling or committed with the speaking engagement, he's, he lectures at the synagogue. And so who is it? he's a rabbi, but Jewish rabbi or teacher, very gifted, and very, very pro the values that we hold dear. And so, and he started traveling around the time that Bonnie and I did, that we, in the way in the early 70s, then he started um, writing and lecturing on the freeing of Jewish people that were held captive behind the Iron Curtain. And at that time, um, Bonnie and I, I got to know Bonnie around uh, 74 or so, and uh, I was a yeah, very young pastor in Leveland, Texas, and she started attending, and we got to know each other, and of course, got married in 76. But one of the first assignments the Lord gave us was uh, to do all we can, and part of it was traveling, to help the release of Jews that were held captive behind the Iron Curtain, especially, and in Eastern Europe too, but mainly in Russia. And there were some, uh, what they call refuseniks. And uh, they were not allowed to go to Israel. And we, God used us wonderfully uh, at that time to raise millions of dollars for the, all the material that was needed for the safe passage. Uh, and uh, I remember UC Sarah here helping manage uh, the ministry and all that, but she was born while Bonnie was making these great giant banners that we were going to uh, use. Here it is. Wow, these guys are fast. And that is... Let my people go. This banner was one of the biggest banners ever to be allowed to march in the Jerusalem march. And Bonnie pretty much made the whole banner. And uh, El Al, it was just a miracle. Talk about miracle worker. Uh, it was wrapped in like a giant drum. And that drum looked like one of the giant bazookas. And I don't know how they, they were so gracious to me. And when I flew El Al Airlines all the way to Tel Aviv, uh, that, that was this giant banner in a big, wrapped in this bazooka-type uh, container, was traveling in the hole in El Al Airlines. And they led it through just all the way from the customs also. They arranged for it to have no problem. It was great. And we marched through that. And then they transported it back to U.S., where it was in a major march also. Let my people go. Very strategic. And it made the headlines. I think ABC News, New York Times talked about this. Uh, but 
It was during this time that Dennis Prager was also lecturing, traveling, and, and on the same subject of uh, blessing Israel. And part of the way of, that we were able to bless Israel was to able to help all the way that we can to let the world know the Jews were held captive behind our curtain and to let them travel where they want to immigrate to Israel. And multiple hundreds of thousands did immigrate to Israel. So many of the people that you see in the Israeli army now are descendants of uh, young children of the people that came. And of course, those who came also served in the Israeli army. So just a little adjunct uh, of it. And uh, the, I would like to point out, if you ever get a chance to watch uh, the Prager U, uh, Prager University, uh, YouTube videos, usually there are just five minutes, uh, but a lot of them, from what I understand, have not been allowed to be on YouTube or Facebook. They have kept kicked out because they are too uh, believing in God, and too pro-Christian, if I can say it that way, though Dennis Prager is uh, more a Jewish rabbinical thinking, but it's very, very much intended to the belief system that we hold. But there was an article this week, I believe, uh, that they printed uh, Dennis Prager's recommendation, what it will help America, what you, can you do to help America be a, even a better country? And, uh, and his recommendations, which I kind of uh, got a witness, I would put it a little bit different because I come from a Christian evangelical pastor's viewpoint and his is more a rabbi's viewpoint. But he would say, he said, number one, developing, develop your moral character. That's one of the best things you can do for our country. Develop your moral character. I would say, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. <laughs> Be born again and receive the word of God as your word of guidance. And, but that would basically parallel developing your moral character. The second thing he said was, you know, believe in the family. Support good familyhood. And uh, don't just sleep around. Get married. and Have a family. And uh, the third point he said was, take care of your family, especially your parents. Now, that's one of the first commandments that the Lord gave on Mount Sinai. Honor your father and mother, and it is the first commandment with a blessing. So he says, you know, he wants you to be blessed. And one of the first ways is take care of your parents. And uh, so take care of your family. And then as your mom and dad get older, take care of them. That's part of your godly Word of God, responsibilities. So, and that it will be a blessing to you. <clears throat> he should have mentioned that. The first commandment with a blessing. And uh, <clears throat> also, and that this was number four. I was surprised that he as a rabbi said that, but he said, go to church or synagogue 
And I would say to those listening, if you are within driving distance, like here at the watch, I'm delighted to see all of you, your faces here. But there are some that I would say, come and get blessed. Come to church. But here is a Jewish rabbi, basically, saying, go to church. Go to synagogue. And this will make your country better. Of course, it builds up your faith. But the quality of your nation goes up higher every time you attend church because church gets stronger, synagogue gets stronger, and we need a vital number of people to be actively involved in church and in synagogue. And realize, and that, that was a very, I appreciate it. Now, these are basically the points he made. So I'm kind of putting some, but I, I am quoting you the exact thing he said, but I'm putting my interpretation on it. Go to church. And then fifthly, take care of the poor. Uh, in your community. And we are very much involved in several things. We are also involved and have been in blessing Israel, in blessing the, some of the uh, Indian reservations, the, some of the poorest uh, places, and the, some of the poorest people in our nation live on the Indian reservation. So we have been involved in a variety of things of helping Israel, helping the reservations, helping the poor, and over the years, and, and you have seen the picture, I think we still have it, where we, the, the, we as a church were the, some of the primary help financially of buying that um, emergency vehicle. There it is. We were, Bonnie and I had the privilege with Barry Siegel to lay hands on this ambulance that became the number one ambulance in Jerusalem for birthing babies. They were all safely birthed, and they were, it was the largest number of babies that were birthed in this ambulance of going, you know, going to and fro. So it, it's been a joy for us to be involved in that. And it goes, the benefit and blessing goes accrues to you, as well as to, the, of course, the, the church, but that's you. And so I'm grateful uh, that he has mentioned this, that the, that, that the enemy has really tried to attack our moral character and instead exalted communism and Marxism. And we see, even this week, the suffering of the Cuban people. We have... Uh, a lot of the recent days, a lot of the American media has bent over backwards to exalt Marxism and communism rather than the values of the United States of America, which is freedom and belief in God and belief in the Word of God. And so we need to be conscious of that, that this has been under attack, that we are committed to build the moral character of the United States of America. It really was like this week as the thousands of people were marching for freedom in Cuba that it was for the American government at this time. It was like pulling teeth for them to 
come out and say, well, well um, I think we, we do kind of support these people crying for freedom. I mean, it, some, almost like that, that it, it was, they did it very reluctantly, I, I, for my observation. Um, so, and uh, holding dear the family. Instead, the issue had a lot of values of being inculcated to really pull down the family, to pull down our children, to put images before them and, and kind of the CRT. Among the, the families all over the United States have rose up and said, do not raise up our children in the public school system to hate each other, hate people of different colors, uh, to dishonor the flag, dishonor the Constitution, dishonor the values that America holds dear, and teach other values that it was, it's almost like America hate. And um, people are rising up all over it. So you have your consciousness you realize that this is under attack. So it's not, well, maybe. No, it's important for us at this hour more than ever to come together to worship God, to praise God, to thank Him and exalt His name and come together as strong believers in Jesus Christ and as we meet regularly that we get stronger and stronger as believing Christians on earth. that there is, we, we need to be sensitive to what's happening in the public schools, what they are trying to teach, even our little ones, that they are seven, eight, nine, ten-year-old boys are told to be dissatisfied with the, or girls even, not to be accept what they were born with and who they are. The doctor said, it's a girl. It's a boy. I mean, I have both boys and girls. I'm glad there's no propaganda going around telling them, no, now you can change. You, young men, can change into a woman. And you, young woman, can change into a male. I mean, this kind of propaganda has been going on actively. Just we are waking up to the fact this has been kind of promulgated in our trying to get promulgated, promoted in our public school system. So I, am, I just want you to know, if you are able to afford some, financially it's not easy, but we were successfully able to uh, send all our kids during the, when they went from kindergarten on with the high school to Christian school. Wherever you can send your kids to private school or Christian school or there are other varieties, and part of it is challenging for some who are, if you even want to do homeschooling, I just want to open that we will pray with you and pray for you as you choose some of that as an alternative to the public school system. But you have every right to stand in the public arena and say, I, my child goes to public school, but they are not going to be taught to hate their country or to hate their race, or to hate other races, that we believe in loving our nation, loving every person, uh, and 
these artificial marks are basically they're being studied and they realize that these are some Marxist uh, philosophies. And uh, so we cry out to the Lord for his assistance and his help. I would like for us to go to um, Psalm 121. Is the one that God drew my attention to at this hour while I was uh, meditating on some of these issues. If you're in Psalm 121, it begins with, um, if you're not there yet, say, whoa. If you are already there, look at it. And it's good. It's the word of God. And this was allegedly written by David. Some say, no, it was uh, by someone else who was a convert to Judaism. But anyway, I believe it's one of the song of a sense. And uh, so uh, it's from as you are ascending as worshiper towards the temple. Jerusalem is built on a hill. Um, seven hills, in fact. That you find one of the great revelations of God comes on a mountaintop as uh, as Abraham takes Isaac in obedience to the Lord. God says, sacrifice him. And he's willing to, but God stops him and provides a lamb for a sacrifice. But that's on Mount, on the mountain. God showed his provision. He is Jehovah Jireh in Genesis chapter 22. And then God tells Moses, usually likes to speak from the mountaintop. But in this one, here God calls Moses up to the mountain. Uh, it says in Exodus 19, chapter 3, the Lord called to Moses, come up to the mountain. And Exodus 19, 20, it tells us what mount it was. It was Mount Sinai. And that's where the Lord gives the commandments. Uh, then we see the Lord, Matthew 17, chapter verse 1, uh, that Jesus takes some of his disciples on the Mount of Transfiguration, it's called. And there, the literal Shekinah glory shines, and they are devastated. It's like living lightning bolts all around them. The living glory of God. And Jesus is transfigured into his real, who he is. He is the king of glory. And so the glory shining from him, it says his face shone like lightning. And uh, that's on the Mount of Transfiguration. And uh, then we, we talked about this a few weeks ago on the, talking about the Apostles' Creed and that uh, we, and he ascended on high and, and led captivity captive or he, Jesus ascended on, he was resurrected from the dead. He spent 40 days with his disciples and then on the 40th day he goes to the Mount of Olives and there he ascends in the presence of his disciples, some of the disciples, they see him ascending on high. And uh, that's the Mount of Ascension. And uh, so here, 
I will lift up my eyes to the hills. As David says, this is the song of ascents. From whence comes my help? My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. Where does my help come from? Say, my help comes from the Lord. So he is your helper and he is your strong tower. And uh, when I was uh, the freshman in 1965, a song came out. Some of you may remember, you may think back, way back. Do you know what song it was? I'll give you a clue. It was written by John Lennon. You remember what song? Almost. It's, it was, he wrote Imagine a little bit later. Uh, it was called Help. And you can look it up on YouTube. And these guys, there was something supernatural about the way, I mean, there were many other groups and bro, the Righteous Brothers, some of my favorites, sorry, <laughs> I bring this in. But they were, they were, oh, some of the best singers. They were one of my, some of my favorites. And there were some other groups that really were gifted. But there was something unique about the Beatles. And nobody has sold as many records, from what I understand, as the Beatles did. But one of their most famous songs was written by John Lennon. And I'm, I'm just saying that, where does my help come from? And Lennon wrote this song, Help. Help, I need somebody. Help, not just anybody. Help, you, I need someone. Help you. Help, I need someone. Help. When I was younger, so much younger than today, I never needed anybody's help in any way, but now these days are gone. I'm not so self-assured. Now I find I've changed my mind and opened up the doors. Help me if you can. I'm feeling down, and I do appreciate you being around. Help me get my feet back on the ground. Won't you please, please help me? And when I asked about the meaning behind these, those lyrics, and supposedly John Lennon says, this is only one of the true songs I ever wrote, the other being Strawberry Fields, supposedly. So, because I meant it, it's very real. When I helped, when I came out with help, I was crying out for help. So someone needed to just tell him, point him to the Gospels and to the Scripture because the Gospel, by the way, says in Hebrews 13, 16, I mean in the, in the Old Te New Testament, Hebrews 13, 16, I mean verse 6 says, the Lord is my helper. Say the Lord is my helper. So, and this absolutely fits us today as it fitted the requirement of 
David's life. You find David going up and down, hiding from King Saul, hiding from his enemies, and they're often they were out to get him. At one time, it was his very own son who was trying to get his throne, called Absalom. And so he needed help. So here, he says, I'll lift up my eyes to the hills, to the mountains. From whence comes my help? Is question mark. My help, it does, it, I look to the mountain, but it's where the presence of the Lord. My help comes from the Lord. Say, my help comes from the Lord. There will be many, many times at different times that you'll be confronted with challenges. Sometimes you receive bad news or something is happening. What's happening to my child? Is she safe or is he safe? Um, what's happening to my husband? What's happening to my wife? Or this is a challenge. I don't know where I can pay this bill. Many I've shared this story years ago when we were coming from ministering uh, in the Congo. The president, the prime minister had arranged we could get some of these. Nobody else got the permission. I mean, that was one of the unique things. We were pioneers. And they said, God, the God of miracles, gave us breakthroughs. One of the general's grandson, who could not speak, started speaking. And things like that. And the prime minister's wife could not have a baby. And after we prayed, the year later, she had a baby. I mean, there were, <laughs> so they helped us hire, but it was, most time it was not a lot, but we had to come up with some of the finances. And undergird the first times we ever took uh, equipment to at that time you're talking about the 80s mid 80s onwards the film the, the television we had to take heavy television equipment and recording equipment and all kinds of stuff sound equipment all that we packed it and took it up and there was no, I mean, we, we had friends all over the place. You are men of God, go free. You're men of God, we don't need to check, go. I mean, it, it, was, it was a blessing. I want you to know that they, they honored Jesus much greater way than we do here. In, I mean, in the bureaucracy. So, um, one time, they even had guards. Bonnie had to come ahead. They had guards went through the airport with her, flew the plane with her until it landed in Rome. I mean, we, we were blessed. But I came with all the equipment when I came. And I had another person with me. But that was it. We came to the, we changed planes from the plane that I flew from the Congo to Paris. Now we are flying from Paris to New York. And it was the charge on the, just the weight of all the equipment. 
was multiple thousands of dollars. And I said, this is the charge here. The, I'm at the computer desk now. This is, they weighed our, <laughs> all our luggage. And they said, and it'll cost you so much as you, you're packing all of that stuff. And I said, I stood right there at that place, right in line, and there were hundreds behind me waiting to get their luggage checked in. And I said, where am I going to come up with thousands? We don't have that. I could, if I put it on a credit card, it would bounce. We didn't have that money. What do I do? I stand up and suddenly I said, oh Lord. In the moment I said, oh Lord, inside. Suddenly I hear a bloop. And every computer in Charles de Gaulle Airport went on the blink. Not working. And they looked confused. I mean, there were all these massive numbers at so many different stations all across Charles de Gaulle Airport. They were looking in consternation because all the hundreds are waiting in the line. And they looked at me and said, Sir, our computer's on the blink. We can't. And the supervisor comes in and says, Let him go. Let him go. So they let all my luggage be checked in. No questions asked. Let him go. Let him. The moment they checked in my stuff and I was walking out now, I heard, bloop, computers are working again. And I said, Lord, you are a miracle worker, a breakthrough maker. Remember this, when you, something confronts you, whether it's about paying bills, whether it's a financial challenge, or whether it's a physical challenge, oh, my help comes from the Lord. Say, my help comes from the Lord. And he goes on, the word of God says, he will not allow your foot to be moved. He who keeps you will not slumber. Behold, he who keeps Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. I believe sleep is just a regular sleep. Slumber is you need three, four people to wake you up. Hello? Hey? Hello, hello? Wake up, wake up. <laughs> Maybe two or three people have to pull your legs or something. That's, that's slumber. Uh, it says, our God does not need to rest. Your God is awake and active. He will bless you and he will bless your children. And we release angels right now of God to watch over our children, our grandchildren, our husbands, our wives, wherever they are. Your God is a God of miracle. It may be overseas. You pray right now and they will be blessed. Whether they are in the military, whether they are serving overseas in the banking system, it doesn't matter. He who keeps you will not slumber. Slumber. Behold, he who keeps Israel 
shall neither slumber nor sleep. Say, he who keeps Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. He who keeps me does not sleep. The Lord is my keeper. It says, the Lord is your shade at your right hand. The sun shall not strike you by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord shall preserve you. And uh, it says, the main thing John 16:33 says in this world you will have trouble so if you think you don't have trouble the word of god says uh uh-uh. you will have challenges so we're going to learn a discipline to not get shaky The other point I want to underline is this is your first line of defense, not my last line. Say, my first line of defense is the Lord. It's not, well, I will try this, I will try that. And and often we have done that. Have you? I've done that sometimes. I forget myself. Well, let's try here. And let's try here. And let's try this. And uh, there was, I remember many, many years ago. Uh, by the way, Pastor Michael and I will be going to Ashland Revival Camp Meeting next week. We may be gone. We'll be gone for a few days. Uh, and this is, I've had the privilege. This year I couldn't do it because of some of the restrictions and uh, but we are going, of course. But I usually open all these last 18 years. This is the 19th year or 20th since Sister Ruth passed away. They've always asked me to headline the opening, but I just couldn't make. We couldn't make it this year. Um, but I'm still going, and then Bonnie is going too, also. But uh, many years ago, I remember so clearly. There was a lady, uh, she immigrated from, not the Cameroons, it was Togo or somewhere in, a, in Western Africa. And she was a cripple. And she came up for prayer. She basically, if there was the people not helping carry her up, carry her, she would have to crawl. And Somehow it struck me, her, her need, and I said, I need for her to have surgery, hip replacement. That's what she needed. And I could ask, and then I went down the list of certain Christian charity organizations that I knew. Some I knew personally, some as organizationally. And who could I apply? And I went down the list, and I was, went home and thought about it, made the list, literally. Who shall I call for this precious young girl who, who had come to America and there 
the problem just got more severe. And through the night, I was kind of concerned about his situ our situation. And lo and behold, without my permission, the Lord went in the night and healed both her legs and hips. And so she came running and said she had a testimony. And she demonstrated, I think I have the video somewhere, of both her legs to stretch, kicking up those legs and saying, I have been healed by the presence of the Lord. And I learned over and over, so you will too, I guess. Sometimes you will think in the flesh. And we have been trained so much to think, well, I will do this. And my wife has a need here. And I will apply here. And maybe we can do this and this. Now, I'm not saying every time it has happened like this, but and thank God for the charity organizations that help people. But I want you to know that my mental training had to be re revamped. God is my keeper. My help comes from the Lord. Let's say it again. My help comes from the Lord. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade at right hand. The sun shall not strike you by day. Nor the moon by night. And so, it's a song of help. There's a song of ascents, but it's a song of help. And the mountains were places of refuge. The And we have to replace, as we think about the Lord is our helper, how much. Even today, I think they started sending major financial help. I mean, at least any child, they could get $300 from the government, from what I understand. You can correct me. Huh? Someone had some... But anyway, you can tell me later. I can't hear you right now. Because of, anyway. Um, Psalm 46, verse 1 says, God is our refuge, our present help in trouble. So Psalm 20, uh, Matthew 17, G, um, sorry, I got lost my scripture. Lord, the Hebrews 13, 6. The Lord is my helper. And, uh, and to retrain our minds from changing from one aspect, the humanistic and bureaucratic way of thinking that living day to day in the Western nations kind of trains us. There is a, a situation in Africa, one of the, I lived very near Savo National Park. I've had stories about Savo. That's where the lions were. 
And, but there are four beautiful natural springs of water called the Mazima Springs. And the entire coastland of Africa, millions of people supplied, supplied with fresh water just from this spring. It's a four springs, really, but they call it Mazuma, Mazima Springs. But it's so pure water and cool. But there's another place where there's a spring, and one of the springs brings up cold water. Another one, right near, not far from it, brings up hot water. So the ladies who live in that region wash their clothes with soap and water, but in the hot water, and then they rinse it in the cold water. And uh, the tourist was visiting, and guide was guiding him. And tourist said, I had never seen anything like this. This is awesome. Aren't the people happy to have this? And he says, no. They complained God did not provide the soap. <laughs> and in a sense, I said, that's typical that we have learned so much in the discipline of complaining, we, it's easier for us to complain than to give thanks. And we need, with this psalm of a sense, that I'm, I want to tell my, the Lord, Lord, I've learned and I want to tell you again, we determined to praise you and thank you. I turned my back on discontentment, on complaining, and look to you. Thank you, Father, for your help. There was, uh, I don't know how many of you remember Alex Haley. Do you? His great series many years ago. I think came out in the 70s too, I believe. Called Roots. How many of you remember Roots? That great story of the founding in the, the, the days where slaves from the days of the slave trade, many who, uh, who were, you know, hurt. But he wrote the initial brilliant book called Roots. And he says, and he wrote many other things, and he says, I will never, there is a picture in his office of a turtle on a fence post. And someone asked him, why do you have this picture of a, big, of a turtle on a fence post? He says, I never want to forget. That turtle did not get up there in the natural. Someone put that turtle up on the fence post. And I can ride as much as I want, but unless I have God's help, I won't be able to write a single profitable thing. So I want to remember the Lord. You have turned my mourning into dancing for me. You have put off my sackcloth. Today, Lord, we give thanks to you. Say, we give thanks, Lord. I choose to look to the Lord as my helper. My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. 
You got a, Michael, you got a song of, can they come all come up some? Uh, why don't you come up here? Let's sing a song of thanks, thanksgiving to the Lord. So Lord, you are my help. Where I have in any way trained myself to think in the natural, I'm going to train myself to say, the Lord is my God of my breakthrough. You are my helper. Say, you are my helper, Lord. Come on, let's stand up here near more up front and sing to the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Transform us, Lord. Where in any way we have complained or griped, I want to train myself to say, Lord, my eyes, I lift them to the hills. From whence comes my help? My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. Thank you, Lord. Amen. We hope you enjoyed this message. To order more great resources by Mahesh Chabda, visit us at chabdaministries.org. For a full catalog of our products, you can call us at one 800 730 Six four. God bless you.